0: beloved of our lord jesus christ as i was preparing for this sermon i happened to be distracted by social media a few things made me stop scrolling for a moment a 700 year old church burned down in derbyshire in england a church hall collapsed in south london and a historic church burned down in Manhattan, New York, as if it wasn't already enough. What can you do? How do you respond? What is there to say? The odd thing about being church these days is that it's all happening online, out for anyone to see. I could eavesdrop online on the pastor, talking to the congregation of a burned down church, hearing him speak. Because what do you say as a pastor when your church's building goes up in flames or goes down in tumbles? What can you even say? Or in Adventite, what hope is there to offer? In our Bible reading, we too see a people in distress. And in response, we see God address it via his prophet. Most likely, God was speaking to the leaders of his people, their pastors, if you will. The prophet has got this to say to the leaders. Comfort, oh, comfort my people of that's easy, delegating it. Comfort, oh comfort, my people says your God. As if God said, you know, why don't you do the being nice bits so I can focus on the important stuff, the actually being God tasks or whatever. But that's not what's going on. God isn't delegating down a hierarchy, no. He is activating, he is calling, Comfort, O oh comfort my people, says your God. To comfort, to offer hope, is responding to a call. It's a conscious decision, an action. He is activating us. We are called to bring comfort, called to be bearers of faith and hope. And in doing so, show love. But then, at the same time, there is reality. At the same time, there's pain. We can't be together right now. Being hopeful can seem utterly naive, foolish like a child. However, there's a distinction between sticking your head in the sand and bearing hope. We must face what's at hand. But that's not the same as letting go of all hopes and desires. Facing reality isn't the same thing as falling into desperation. Because that is the case. Despair can be lurking around the corner. Things simply are tough. It is. And giving up, or better said, giving in, is never far away. Thankfully, we're not the first to there, nor will we probably be the last. In our reading, God's people were very close to despair. They weren't in lockdown like we are. They were locked out. They were in exile. They too had to fight for things to go back as usual. They had to fight to go back to quote-unquote normal life. And for them, fighting was exhausting, like it is for us. And this is what the prophet had to say in response. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem, and cry to her that she has served her term. She did what she could do, she did what she had to do, and it was well. Her trying was enough. She was enough. The prophet speaks words of balm as he calls for tenderness. Let us so be kind to each other, be patient as frustrations rise, as we get tired. Because in love, in being tender, we can cultivate hope and comfort. We can choose this over feeding each other's fatigue and despair. We are called to do so. Not out of our own strength, because that won't do. We can pray. We may pray. We may pray to be granted kindness, to be granted the strength to be tender, to be granted hope. And then again, The hope that we'll receive aren't empty words. Hope is not in vain. Hope is not naive. In fact, it lies at the heart of the gospel. Reverend Benjamin Perry is one of the pastors I got to online eavesdrop on. He's a pastor of Middle Church in Manhattan, which burned down yesterday. The roof burned down and there are only walls standing. The Tiffany's stained glass popped and the adjacent women's shelter is now uninhabitable. The congregation couldn't physically meet to mourn all this. this. Benjamin felt called to address the pain of what had happened and he said this and I'd like to conclude with that. He said, what does Advent mean when the church is on fire? God is in that space between the flames of night and the tears and smoke of morning. This liminal darkness." It seems hope is all but extinguished. Jesus waits to be born from that womb. And it's a reminder, this has always been the Advent story. Christ was born amidst flames, fleeing a tyrant who sought to kill him, born in a manger because there wasn't, because because a solid hope he found, and yet, God enters the world anyways. God comes not in spite of our pain, but because of it. This is the Christmas story. Not a dispassionate God above us, but an arching, trembling, weeping God who suffers besides us. Amen.